0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the program this weekend. Scott Caldwell with you once again, and this is the end of National FFA Week, and so I am talking with Carson Rudd, one of the Indiana FFA state officers. Carson, how you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for having
0: me. Oh, it's great to have you. So tell our listeners a little bit about your background, because you're not from here. You're visiting here, but what's your background?
1: Yeah, so I went to Carroll High School, which is about an hour north of Indianapolis, and I didn't necessarily have an agriculture background before joining FFA, and so my passion for agriculture started when I zipped up the blue corduroy jacket for the very first time, and I competed in a few contests, got my feet wet in FFA, and then um, after that first contest I did, I did a demonstration way back in seventh grade, and that really developed my passion for agriculture and for FFA in general.
0: Awesome. And just so the listeners know, if you're hearing background noise, we're hanging out at Union County High School. This is a Thursday evening. We're recording this. It's the District 9 FFA Volleyball Tournament. So we got kids that are excited and ready to go and also eating. So teenagers <laughs> and food, we're going to have some noise in the background, but that's the fun of FFA, right? Getting to do stuff. So, all right. So tell us a little bit about at, what's your experience been like as a state officer?
1: Um, it's a very action-packed, jam-packed <laughs> year that we have as state officers. Um, this week has been nothing of the slight um we each have a section of the state that we've been traveling around um each of my teammates and I have and I have the privilege of being in this area and then all the way south um into district 12 which borders Kentucky and I've been able to go to some really cool uh ag programs um I was just at South Ripley and um, East Central the past couple of days um, East Central's middle school program was really really cool um, they have a great teacher down there he was actually named a Golden Owl finalist this year awesome. so I was super cool being able to um, acknowledge him and have his hard work pay off so just a lot of traveling this week a lot of traveling throughout the year and of course a ton of interaction with members
0: so let's take a quick trail off here The Golden Owl, you mentioned that. I know what it is, and some of our listeners might, but explain the Golden Owl Award.
1: Yeah, so the Golden Owl Award is an award that Nationwide and Farm Credit Mid America sponsor to... celebrate an Indiana ag teacher every single year. We've been doing it for about four years now, and the whole month of December, um, we were accepting nominations from students, faculty members of schools, community members, administration, um, to nominate the ag teacher at their high school or in their FFA program and we compiled all of those nominations. We had over a thousand this year, wow. and um, we finalized it into the top eight um, based on quantity of application and also quality of the applications that were submitted. And so um, this week we've been going around in a little surprise patrol type of <laughs> uh, publisher's clearing house, um, presenting them their big check and quotes um, of their plaque for being a finalist. So that's been a really cool experience. It's awesome, and I know
0: that in our listing area there were some ag teachers that were nominated, and also in Ohio there were several that were nominated for the Ohio uh, Golden Owl Award. And that's that's a really cool thing that you get to do, and recognizing those teachers because I know I grew up as the son of an ag teacher. I taught ag for a while, and there's a lot that goes into it for that. And so it's great to be Absolutely. able to recognize yes. them. Yes. Yeah. So all right. So tell me about uh, we talked about your FFA background a little bit and what you're doing with state office. What was your experience growing up with FFA Week? <laughs>
1: So my chapter, we um, always did a teacher appreciation breakfast with piggybacking off of how much work FFA te- or advisors and ag teachers put into um, their classrooms and their students, that goes for pretty much almost every single teacher Absolutely. That, um, is teaching in high schools across our state. So we took it upon ourselves to have a breakfast every year during FFA week, um, which was by far my favorite activity that my chapter ever did. We invited our elementary teachers and our high school teachers and had a pretty good turnout most years.
0: And that's really cool because in your school, is it a one building for all grades? Is that what you've got?
1: The only thing that separates the elementary and the high school is a short little parking lot. So we're pretty close. Nice. So you get to be able to do that. Other, you
0: know, And I know a lot of other chapters do it for the high school because that's all they have access, easy mm-hmm. access to. Yeah. But definitely showing appreciation to everybody for that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. All right. will tell you what, we're going to take a quick break from a word from our sponsor. And when we get back, we're going to talk about more of what FFA week things are going on and what that means to Indiana FFA. We'll be right back.
1: Rusty Harmeyer of Harmeyer Auction and Appraisal Company. We have partnered with the New Salem Lions
0: Club and their 58th Annual Spring Consignment Auction, Auction to be held February 24th at the Lions Club, just four miles southeast of Rushville. Contact Harmeyer Auction and Appraisal Company today to take advantage of the free advertising and plan on selling those unused items at the New Salem Lions Club auction. For more information, visit our website and online bidding platform at harmeyerauction.net. All right, folks, we're back again. Scott Caldwell talking with Carson Rudd, Indiana FFA state officer. We're talking about the end. We're just wrapping up National FFA Week and just seeing what all is going on around here. He said right now as we're recording it, we're at Union County High School, and they've got the district volleyball tournament going on, but there's been tons of things uh, all throughout the week at the chapter and the district levels and the state level. And so tell me about a few of the activities that you've been able to be a part of this week that you've seen, uh, maybe some of the more unusual or exciting ones. Cause there's there's some traditional ones, but there's some kind of wacky
1: ones sometimes too, right? Yeah, absolutely. So. I was fortunate enough to be at Connorsville High School, and I've never seen this happen on the chapter level, but they decorated their whole school in celebration of FFA week, so I got to help them decorate that. Um, Also, this is kind of a usual activity that most chapters do, but South Decatur had a drive your tractor to school day, and they had almost 35 uh, pieces of machinery out in their parking lot that day, which was absolutely mind-blowing to me because when we do that we have about five uh, tractors show up so it was kind of cool to see it on that much or that big of a scale and then um, this week has been filled with a lot of chapter visits for me and so going into different uh, programs and interacting with their students throughout the day has been a highlight of my week for sure and a nice constant throughout state office nice and I think what's so interesting
0: about the uh, excuse me the drive your tractors school day is that most people think of FFA and think of the old name Future Farmers of America and mm-hmm. the traditional production agriculture, but that gives students a lot in ch- the faculty and supporters a chance to talk about the differences
1: in agriculture and careers that are happening today, right? Absolutely, yeah. So FFA Week in general gives a lot of publicity to our organization, especially in schools and obviously on media as well, um, and it opens up the door for conversations about. What students are doing in FFA and in the Ag room. Awesome. So tell me then, as you what you've got going on the rest of the year. Let's
0: do that first. You know, so you, your office term ends in June. So what have you got going on between
1: now and then, besides tears? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're about ready to jump into district leadership contest. Um, A couple state officers will be going to each district and helping out uh, present awards with tabulations, making sure that members are getting the recognition that they deserve. And then we'll start planning state convention this upcoming week, actually, believe it or not, which seems crazy to me because that means we're winding down our year. about four months until state convention, which is just absolutely insane. But filled with a lot of preparation for state convention and I'm still celebrating Indiana FFA members for sure. you mentioned district leadership contest, something's going on across the state. Tell me a
0: little bit about what's going on, what those members are doing there for those that don't know about the program.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So a majority of the contests that are happening at District Leadership Contest are going to be our leadership development events, so our LDEs, which are speeches and demonstrations. Um, Persuasive essay happens there usually, and it gives members the opportunity to um, develop more soft skills that are transferable across any industry and and into any future career that they might have, like public speaking, organization, communication, time management, stuff like that. So I really, this was always one of my favorite times of the year going Mm -hmm. through FFA because um, some of my favorite contests like prepared public speaking happened during this time. And so it's, it's awesome to be on kind of the other side of district leadership contest and being able to observe all of the members doing their thing this next month. Of course, to make those contests function, it takes a lot of non-FFA people to come in and help, right, as judges. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Um, My, For example, my mom is going to be judging at District 5's contest. She has no agriculture background. She's just been surrounded by me and all of my talk of FFA, and it's people like that who Just want to help out and um, make sure members have opportunity that really let these contests go on. And I think what you said there is an important thing, even though she's the
0: mom of a state FFA officer, not a lot of ag background, but there's value in that. And in these rooms, if you've never been there before to, to compete or judge, there's multiple people, multiple judges in the room. And so some of those know agriculture, some of them know public speaking, some of them just know talent, some of them are just wanting to help. It yep. takes all kinds of people, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's what really makes um, contests work is the diversity in um, experiences, not only in the person presenting, but also the person that's judging. Yeah.
0: So if you're out there and you're listening and you've got an interest in helping out your local FFA chapter, whether it's Indiana or Ohio, either one, talk to your local ag teacher. Find out is there an opportunity to help judge a contest? Is there an opportunity to help uh, them prepare? for contest as well. It's not always that contest night. I mean, we've got times to get ready for it too,
1: right? Yeah, absolutely. I know a few of my teammates have actually been, um, some of their activities this week were at um, mock LDE nights, Mm -hmm. um, giving some encouragement to members and um, making sure that they're going on the right track before they compete. Awesome. Before I let you go, I'm going to
0: ask you a question. And for you, I'm going to do it a little differently than I traditionally do. Uh, And I, I want you to tell me, Uh, pretend that I'm a guidance counselor. Okay. And I've got a kid that comes in who doesn't have an ag background. (laughs) You, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Why should a counselor encourage a child to take agriculture classes and to get into the FFA?
1: What's the value that we see there? Absolutely. So in my opinion, um, There's so many skills that get developed, not only in the classroom, not only in FFA, but also completing a supervised agricultural experience or an SAE that you can't learn in any other class, in any other organization, in any other club. Um, It's just agricultural education can touch so many different avenues and different careers that um, most classes just can't fit into a a year-long course. Well said. I really
0: appreciate it. Carson, thank you so much for taking time to be able to tell your story. I really appreciate it. (laughs) Folks, get out there this week, get involved, help out programs, help these kids get prepared. uh, Celebrate the end of National FFA Week and FFA all year long. But make sure this week you take time to tell your story and agriculture story because they deserve to be heard. Have a great week.